0: Welcome back to I Was hornswoggled, waking up from a narcissist-induced nightmare. This is your host, Havrena, and it is April 13th, 2023, and I am my van. I am not my van. I am in my van. It totally sounded like, and I am my van. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm in my van, and it is so hot out, I'm just going to record with the air conditioning on because that's what I'm going to do. Because I am not going to sit and melt in this van, and then go in and have to people looking like I just jumped out, uh, jumped into a river, and then came into the school. So I just wanted to touch base uh, about uh, narcissist and children, and like being a parent, and you know growing up with narcissist parents or parent. Or even family members, if you've grown up around family members, who you're pretty darn sure have NPD. And then, like, becoming parents yourself and making sure that you don't create monsters by, like, not being a parent. And you're like, I just want to be your friend. I want to be the yes man. I'll just never tell you no. And then we end up creating narcissists by just spoiling them rotten and never you know, helping them process their emotions in a healthy, responsible way, and also um, teaching your kids how to deal with narcissists in, in the world. So, um, and this all like, came to me today when I, my husband went fishing, he, he has this week off, So, he went fishing and normally he takes our son to like the morning guy classes, like the classes that my son takes so that it's like a bonding experience with his dad. So, he wanted to sign up for archery. So, his dad takes him early in the morning for archery and he also takes him to a woodland class that teaches about nature and stuff. And then I take my daughter to her classes and then um, I do the joint ones, like horses and stuff. So... Since my husband went fishing this this week, he's trying to cram in as much fishing as he can. I took over taking my son to archery. And I had heard about this teacher being kind of a jack wagon, like being very gruff towards the students. And keep in mind, like... These are outside contracted people that come in to teach specific classes, and like they're business owners, they're like good in their field, and they've you know are paid, and they come in and they teach these classes on site. So my son had picked archery, and when he first started the class, he wanted to he wanted to quit like two classes in. He said he just didn't know if it was for him. His it was kind of hard for him to hold his bow up. And, um, my husband said that the teacher was like gruff and kind of a jerk. (laughs) And it's different, you know, like with your husband and your wife, like you approach different personalities differently and you tend to approach situations differently. And I said, well, like, is he singling out? Like, is he calling them names? Like, what's he doing? Well, he's just gruff. Like, he's ex-military. He's retired. He's got to be probably in his late 60s, early 70s, maybe. And he just, you know, has a certain way about him. I'm familiar with these types of people. I've worked with them. And I have been around them my whole life. So they don't bother me whatsoever. But it's harder for my husband because <laughs> my husband, he struggles with like people pleasing. He struggles with knowing when it's okay to assert yourself and to right a wrong. And I have just been, that's all I've ever done my entire <laughs> life, being the BattleBot daughter. I was always raised to be a battle bot, But... In my older age and since i have been baptized and the main focus of like i my spiritual life is you know that balancing act of not being a jack wagon but also taking no crap you know it's such a fine line <laughs> so and then trying to have grace but then also defending you know the underdog like it's a balancing act so today it was the first day I would be in the presence of this, sad uh, jack wagon. And we decided, I told my son, I was like, honey, I know this guy's a little gruff. He's not, he's not like singling out my son or anything like every day. Cause that would be another story. I would, uh, he wouldn't, I, I would be telling a different story. <laughs> but so back, back almost a year, it'd be like the beginning of the school year. He was like, making a bunch of excuses on, like, why you didn't want to do it. And I was like, honey, if we quit everything we start, the minute we get any pushback or any um, wind pushing our tree over, then if we just fall over, like, if all the trees, the first time the wind blew on a tree, the tree just fell over and gave up, we would have no trees. It would just be, like, on the ground, (laughs) you know? It's these winds that blow against the trees. The trees get their roots deeper and deeper into the ground and exist against, you know, against the wind that pushes against them through the different seasons that we live in. I said, and yeah, it sucks when we when you grow up, you have to run into these jack wagons, these windy jack wagons blowing against ya you can tolerate them, They're not. it's not a dangerous window, they're not like a tornado of a person, but they're just a pain to be around. But what it does is one, it shows you the difference between a jack wagon and a not jack wagon person. Because if you were around people who are, they value you, they honor your feelings, they try their best to have a respectful relationship with you, that's great at home, but in the real world, you're going to run into a roulette wheel of humans, and not all of them are going to care about you, are going to care about how they make you feel, are going to care about how they talk to you, they're just not going to care about you at all. So I chose, and my husband, we agreed, and then my son, we talked to him out about that, to stick it out, because there's these types of adversities that's not... Um, horrible or malignant or um, toxic, just uncomfortable at first, you know, teaches them one, what the difference is between a non-jack wagon and a jack wagon. Two, shows them how to deal with them and thrive regardless of how they treat you. And so this gruff old man to me, I'm like, oh, so uh, today's the first day I got to meet this guy. I didn't even inter- I didn't even talk to him. I set up my chair. I love to take my comfy travel chair with me in the back of my van because I'm not sitting on a hard metal chair for an hour. I'm sitting in my comfy canvas director's chair. So I rolled in there with my director's chair. I have my daughter. She brought her Switch so she can, you know, be entertained for the hour and... I knew that there was another mom there that my husband talks to all, like, both of our sons are in there. And he told her, you guys are just, you guys will get along great. And we did. And we commiserated. We compared notes. (laughs) And I got the lowdown. I would always get the lowdown from my husband, like, uh, what the guy did. Because she is just like me. She stands up. She speaks up if she needs to. She defends the underdog and so on. So, she was telling me some stories. But today here's the man. Um, there is a good 25 kids in the class. He splits them in half. Youngest is in one group and the older kids are in the other group. And I noticed that there was a mom in the entry. I'm over in the corner. I walk, we're in a gymnasium. If you walk in the door and you walk straight across, I'm in a corner straight across from the entryway door, sitting next to the other mother and my daughter. In front of us is a row of children uh, various ages from high school down. That's why I like homeschooling too. They're, the children are not li- like limited to hanging out with kids only at their age level. They learn how to hang out with each other all in a group, very much like one-room schoolhouses back in the day, where you weren't like limited to the intelligence of your age group. You could all help lift each other up and educate each other and treat each other with respect like you're all one group instead of being divided by ages and grades. So so they have the older kids because you don't have enough room to spread them across this wall safely and space them out. They have a first group and a second group. So while the first group is shooting, there's a mother there who the 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 mother just like me informed me that the teacher has favorites. He has favorite students and he has favorite parents. He talks snarky to certain parents and he is so engaging and doesn't give a crap if they're talking during class, if they're doing anything that he yells at everybody else not to do. And that just doesn't fly with me. It doesn't. You're either on or you're off. Like, the rules are for everyone, or why are you wasting your time with the rules if you're just going to pick and choose who they apply to? So, we're in this class, and this mother, who's his favorite, um, token, I've told she's his one of his favorites. He lets her get away with talking, being late, uh, today she brought a puppy dog and stood, In the gymnasium door with a puppy around 20 plus kids. Well, that's really smart to do, isn't it? Why would you bring a puppy to a class where there's kids that need to pay attention to shoot bow and arrow? Oh, you're just going to hang out in the doorway. So what happens? The first group is shooting. The second group is being enamored over this adorable puppy in the doorway. What does the teacher do? He wants to start going... And no, stop talking. If you're going to be talking while my class is going, you better not talk. It's not on my class. Not going to be talking on my watch. And I said, well, I feel like you should be um, wise enough to know what ca- what cause and effect is. If you allow a parent to bring a puppy into the doorway of your classroom, then you should expect... 10 children to be enamored with this puppy. If you don't want talking, don't allow puppies in your classroom. And he just looked at me and then all of a sudden the mother is like, oh, oh yeah. She goes away. Don't have to deal with her no more. I just thought you're not going to sit here and yell at a group of kids because you allow a puppy to hang out in the doorway distracting all of these children. And then you want to yell at them. So I teach my kids how to use their voice for good I teach my kids that yeah we can exist against windy jerky people but we don't have to take their crap and we don't have to be silent you know you don't have to don't have to be rude you can be common sense you can have a mouth you can point out common sense so then (laughs) I told the mom I was like my am I my My sarcastic sense of humor is, like, coming out. I feel like I need to make t-shirts that says, No talking in my classroom. Like, just make make merch (laughs) with his weird sayings. Because he likes to walk around and strut around and act like he's in charge. And that was what I was thinking. I was like, you know what? I just want to remind you that narcissists love to go where their supply is. And I have found that narcissists love to go around children. That's why you see it like an up- uptick in like narcissistic behavior and teachers, uh, people in elderly homes. You see a lot of videos of abuse going on. Uh, these daycare people putting masks on around Halloween. It made it was viral. Don't trust your children with everyone. If you weren't raised in a narcissistic home, but you found yourself dating a narcissist and you're like, oh, this is what a narcissist is. And then you started educating yourself on narcissists. You may be trusting your children around narcissists and not even know it. Not everybody cares about your children. Most, I like to think pretty much nobody cares about your children more than what you care about your children. And, you know, showing them how to point out people that they, they, I've been teaching my kids, obviously, since their grandma, we found out she was a narcissist and she showed up at her home calling us all demons and yelling and shit and slamming her fists on her kitchen table right before we served dinner. <laughs> they will never forget this. And this is something that she did. So I've had to educate them to show them the difference. This is normal behavior, this is abnormal behavior. This is what you can expect. This is, you know, as you grow older, you choose what you tolerate. Now, I could have sat there in a class and let this man just let this lady have a dog in the doorway. And then, you know, not say nothing to her. Like, hey, can you please take your dog out of here. It's distracting the kids. No, he's going to gaslight all the children and tell them they're the bad ones and they shouldn't be talking and they're rude and da da da. And okay, yeah, we're just going to blame a whole 10 children for reacting in a way that children are meant to react. And we're just going to let this airheaded mother who thought it was a great idea to bring a dog into a class where kids need to focus on what they're doing with bows and arrows. Let's let's make better life choices. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not going to sit in the corner and be quiet and just watch a bunch of Jack Wagonry take (laughs) place. Not on my watch, not in my class. (laughs) So, you know, I think we could teach our children and ourselves that we don't have to run from narcissistic tend type people. We can see who they are. And we got their number and we don't have to let them push us around and push our children around. And you know, it's different. I, he, I didn't have to deal with him. And my son's like, oh, TJ was way nicer today. I said, honey, that's because predators know when predator eaters are around. <laughs> I on the I eat predators for lunch. I cannot tolerate. Predatory behavior, and I won't. I will not. And you have to teach your children what predators look like. They're everywhere, and they're increasing in number. They're in our schools, hardcore. They are locking children in closets. They are. It. They. There is a strong push against children when it comes to narcissists because. Children are not being taught how to defend themselves and how to have a voice. So often they're like, shut up your kid. You know what I mean? And predators know this. Predators know that their little children are easy to manipulate. They're easy to take advantage of. They're easy to scare. And I I am doing my best to educate my children on what predators are. Signs of predators. Where to keep your eye out. And, you know, just, just like anything, there's good and there's bad. And you don't go into a place that has, you know, you wouldn't walk through a swamp filled with gators, not expecting to be bitten. And you wouldn't, you shouldn't want to throw your kids out into the world full of narcissists and predators and not educate them on how not to be bitten, how not to, you know, be a victim of them. And, you know, I saw, um, a quote, I can't remember where it was from. It was definitely on a narcissistic page. It said, parents who grew up with nobody watching them grow up to be parents who watch their kids extra, you know, like I paraphrased and it made so much sense because so often I feel like I'm the parent who is going that extra mile to educate my children about the world, but still allowing them to be kids. Once again, that's a balancing act. I don't tell them anything that they don't ask, but I try to educate them to know, like if I make a decision not to go someplace or not to do something, I tell them why. I just don't tell them no. I go, no, and this is why. And I think it just starts by understanding that children are little adults. Talk to them the way you wanna be talked to. Treat them the way you want to be treated. They're not stupid. They're intelligent and they're just little adults wanting to thrive just like you. So don't let the narcissist ball roll downhill and land at their feet and not teach them what to do with it. The world is full of people who will plow them over if necessary And we got to teach our kids not to be easy, to be plowed over, not to be violent, but to stand firm in their, in their place and not to have to be abused by the world, you know? And we have a very weird narcissistic movement where it's do as I say, not as I do. A lot of people are threatening people and putting people in positions where they want to control certain areas of people's lives but they don't want their lives encroached upon how to, How about we just all stop con- trying to control everybody that would be amazing <laughs> so uh, come on it's getting a little crazy out there and you know the more you can do to show your children whether it be by being a role model speaking up for the underdog teaching them how they can interact without being um, driven by their emotions, because whenever we're driven by our emotions, it is a crapshoot on the outcome, because half the time, you don't even know what you said, and there's no limit, there's no ceiling to your behavior, because you're just winging it when you're in your emotions. Take a step back, take a breather, and think about how you should approach situations so that you can teach your children how to approach certain situations. So, and my decision today to speak up and give the guy back his own medicine was the fact that he was so out of line and rude, and he needed to be called out on it in the same fashion he was doing. need did, did all this talking going on in my class, nobody paying attention. While well, he's over there on his phone and talking to this mother in the doorway, and with a puppy, you know, like come on, don't set people up for failure so you can kick them around, and that is something that I guess my long version of saying is: watch narcissists around your children. They will start acting extra attentive. I will have to tell you a story about this. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a pedo trying to yank my children, my child, to a bathroom. We were looking at a truck to buy, and it is a story. And this mama said, Mm-mm. <laughs> not today (laughs) so i'll tell you about that another time because i could talk forever so i hope that this episode and my van rambling has helped you but it just made me wonder and made me think about my own parenting where my mom really didn't, you know, she tricked us. That's the one thing I think about being raised by narcissists. They tell you that they're amazing parents while sucking, you know. So here's my mom taking us to sketchy friends' homes where we had to hide under dinner tables because some belligerent, drugged-out boyfriend came in with a gun, waving it around, and all of us small children had to hide And to know that my father had to literally threaten my mother on a repeat basis. If anything happens to my daughters, I will forever blame you. And it never dawned on me why my dad said that. I think because he instinctually knew what kind of a jack wagon narcissist my mom was, but felt helpless on how to deal with this chick because she was nuts. Because you should, is like something that you should have to threaten your loved one with. Like, I trust my kids with my husband, and I never think I should threaten, going, if you let something happen to my kids, I will never, because I don't feel like he wants to hurt my children. So did my dad think my mom wanted to hurt us? I could see why, because she also shipped us off to her abusive mother. Under the guise of, oh, my children just keep wanting to know who their grandma is. No, you wanted us to be abused just like you were abused. That's that. Narcissist parents suck. Narcissists suck. Narcissists trying to creep into our children's lives suck. You don't have to feel bad about calling it out. Do not let fear stop you from doing the right thing in this world. Because the narcissist will bank on your politeness. They will bank on you being quiet. They expect you to be quiet. They expect you not to bark back. They expect you to sit down, shut up, and let them rule the roost. This mama don't play. I pick my battles, but when you come at me and mine, mm -mm, not today, honey, not today. (laughs) All right, so stay empowered. Stay in your your right, your space, your life. Do not make apologies to the narcissists in this world. Do not let people try to manipulate you with emotions and through fear. Live your life and do the best you can to protect you and your family at all costs. All right? All right. Take care. Love you. Have a great day. Bye.